This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, takes the flank, gets to the 20. He's in the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the from the nothing but Niners crew and guys it is playoff time man the 49ers go out there and they handle some real business the way that only real 49er fans expected them to do right or wrong we're going to talk about what the expectations were and we're going to talk about what those expectations going forward but before we do I have to run through those formalities guys I know you guys were waiting I apologize well thank you all for your patience if this is your first time here on the YouTube page and you enjoy the show Please, please, please give this episode a thumbs up. Once you hit that like button, it throws the algorithms out there and it lets people like-minded with people. uh, They will all of a sudden find our shows because you gave it a thumbs up. So thank you, man. That's like you referring somebody to us. We appreciate it, all right? Also, subscribe to the channel and then turn on your notifications so you know exactly when we are going live, all right? Give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Those handles are nothing but nine. E-R-S. That is the number nine, nothing but nine. E R S, and then you can give us a follow on Facebook and Twitch. Those handles are nothing but Niners. That is spelled all the way out. Okay, that is spelled all the way out. Spaces in between, all that good stuff. Underscore somewhere in there. Make sure you guys get on over there, okay? And come to the party, man. Last week I almost got arrested on this on this page, man. But I'm here, dang it, I'm here. They can't stop me. Head on over to patreon.com slash NB9ERS. That's where all the fun is, man. We have a good time over there on Patreon. Don't be the last one to join this season, all right? Patreon.com slash NB9ERS, just like you see on the flag behind me there, okay? All right, and then, guys, if you have questions, comments, concerns, suggestions for the show, make sure you guys shoot us an email, okay? NB9ERS and nothing but Niners.com. I'm your guy, Mike Andrews, 83, and joining me right now is going to be my man, the one and only, y'all know him as Wayne Breezy. Go ahead, keep the party going, man. What's going on, Wayne Breezy? How you doing, big dog? I like that. What's good, baby? How you doing, fam? I am great, man. I'm blessed, man. You know, I'm sitting around trying to get upset about stuff. You ever you ever have one of those moods where you, like, want to be, like, not so much upset, but it's like, man, I need to, like, whatever, man. Everything ain't all sunshine and rainbows. Like, I felt like I was looking for reason to be mad, and I was like, you know how, like, luxurious that is like to try to be mad about something that's not i don't know you you never had that before like you just felt like like i've never tried to be mad 
Yeah, no, I was having one of those days. It's weird, man. I, I was like purposely being sensitive. Like somebody would say something like, you think they really meant it? Like, okay. okay. You know, like I was like just looking for, for like negativity. Like I, I felt like I didn't have to do that, you know? But that's where I was. I, f- I found myself doing that a couple of times today. I had to like really like back up. Like I had to put myself one time out. Like, Mike, hey, stop. Like you better than this, bro. Like if, it, if no one said anything to you, then just assume that it's nothing. You know what I mean? What are you laughing at? What do you see? What, what, what's happening? I don't see right? anything. You just, you're interesting, bro. That's, <laughs> I, I'm, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to try to be mad. That's what I'm going to do. I'm, no, I'm, no, no. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying, man. It's not, no, no, no. Don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't, I don't want you to try to be mad. It's, it's not cool, man. It's just like, um, maybe I was, maybe the word is sensitive. Maybe I was just sensitive today. I felt like everything that was said to me was said, like, I was reading emails at work today and I'm like, I know how you really wrote that. Like no, I'm, I'm not, adding I'm, tone. To okay, I do that. I do that sometimes. Okay, you know what I, I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get. Like, I, I could do yeah. me this now. Like, what what's going on? And then everybody started sending me stuff, and I'm like, all of y'all in this together. Y'all sitting around talking about. Me. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was it was one of those days, man. But you know, uh, it's all good, man. How you doing? How was the show, man? You just left over there from. The 49ers Supporters Club, right? How was the show? Yeah, very good. Very good. Very good show. Uh, myself, John Chapman, a lot of faithful in there. Um, I hope you guys take advantage. They got a great deal going on right now. If you use that code PLAYOFF50, you get like 50 bucks off the 75 So it's $25. You know what I'm saying? And you get, you know, the year membership. and You get to rock out for free. You get all, all the cool shows that they have with all the content creators. Mike, you and I will be up there very shortly. Uh, and so they just a lot of stuff. They're giving stuff away right now. They're doing the trivia. Uh, Nick Clark is doing the trivia, uh, right now, giving away a, a George Kittle autographed jersey right now. So, pretty cool. Everybody loves those Kittle jerseys, man. That's what's up. So, I like that. Um, <clears throat> thank you, thank you, thanks, Raphael. I, I, I remember you was all in there having a good time, man. It was a great, great time. I'm itching right now. I think I'm. <laughs> I think I'm hot. I think I'm hot. You ever get hot and like your clothes itch? Like, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. What's that mean? Why does that happen? I wear these I clothes. Know, it's like heebie-jeebie, something, something with the skin. I don't know what it means, but it's funny. I, I, I get it. Come on, Professor Brown. Like, I'm asking you for. You I don't know. That's like the, the. I don't study science, bro. That's some. Uh, that's a chemical imbalance. Something. I ain't even gonna make it up. That's just. Just take your clothes off, damn it. That, that's the only thing. And scratch yourself, I guess. <laughs> that's only, I'm you not going to be in here. Strip it. Well, not, <laughs> not now. I'm not going, you know, this ain't that kind of party. But <laughs> I might have to do something, man. So listen, guys, we got Bear. I'm going to try to get my wife to bring him out so y'all can see him, man. I got to introduce the faithful to the newest addition of my family. You know, we had a um, we had a little introduction for music when you got him. I think it was music. Was it music? Uh, Martin music, one of them. Your, your cat, what was the last one? The kitten, the well, Martin. It was Martin, and the other one's name is music. The older yeah. one's name is music. Okay, you Martin. I thought, it, okay, I apologize. Rome, Rome wanted the name of Martin. If you if you guys watch this, this is a uh, like a science show. My son's into science, like earth science. So, science show called Wild Kratts, and I think one of the characters' names is Martin. It is. I like Wildcrats. You know, what you know about Wildcrats? See, like I got I got babies too, man. I didn't know they would watch Wildcrats though. That's yeah, that's those, those, those boys are wild, man. They be out there, they got the little lemur. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm the man. What's up? Okay, I, so I get it. I get that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so at some point I'm gonna have my wife bring uh the the, the new puppy out so you guys can meet him. We decided to name him Bear, and uh, you know, it was a long drive, man. Right after the 49ers game, I was on a high. I told everybody like during the overreaction show, I have to go so I can get some rest, right? Like that was my goal. I, I had to leave at midnight to go and here he is here. I had to leave at midnight to go and uh and go pick this guy up here. I had to drive all the way to Ohio that night. He, he was in the room sleeping. You better not piss on me, man. Mm-mm. Okay. But yeah, so we had to go and get Bear. So everybody, this is this is Bear here. All right. You guys can see he's our English Mastiff puppy. All right. Eight weeks old. Oh, 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 oh. You know, so this is Bear. And uh, yeah, it was a long drive, man. So I call myself being slick, right? Like, I'm going to do the overreaction show. I'm going to take a couple shots. I'm going to take a nap. And then we're going to get on the road at midnight. And I think I was so excited about the 49ers game that I couldn't sleep. So, like, I get the text message from my brother. And he's like, hey, I'm going to be coming over soon. And I'm like, damn, I really need to, like, lay down and go to sleep. I said, call me when you're outside. And I'm sitting there. And I'm watching TV and I'm trying to go to sleep and my phone ring. And I said, oh, damn, like it's time to get on the road. And I drove straight there. So I was awake all day long. And I drove. In Ohio, you didn't hit up my man, Kali? I didn't. I, I didn't. And I, I probably violated. But I, to, to be completely no, honest with you, that's all, folks. <laughs> it was a straight shot and straight back. Like I didn't do anything else. I, I drove there. I picked up the dog and turned around and came right back. All we did was stop for gas. Like that was it. So, yeah, that was that. Um, but listen, man, we got to talk some Niners football, man. The Niners went out there; they handled business against the Seahawks. Uh, was this game what you expected, Wayne? Like, did it? Did it? The ebbs and flows of this game were pretty, pretty drastic, right? Like, choom, and then choom, and then choom, and you were you were mad in the opening drive. Brock Purdy looked a little rusty. The throws were crazy, and then it's like, yeah, but we still scored. Okay, back up. You know what I mean? And then the defense goes three and out twice in a row. So you you feeling good about that. But the first carry that they had was nine yards, but then it ends up being a three and out, right? So like the ebbs and flows just in each drive. And then we're up 10 nothing. And the next thing you know, we're down at halftime. And then we come out there and we just blow them out the water in the second half. Like, how did you feel in the moment during this game? And then we're going to start talking about these Dallas Cowboys. I mean, <sighs> It's hard to say that the, you didn't like the beginning of the game started slow, but they had two scoring drives at the beginning of the game. So they, they put up 10 points and then the defense was playing dominant football. So you can't say that it started. I wouldn't say that it started slow. It just slowed down. Right. So like, like I thought the 49ers, they had scored the first 10 points and I'm like, oh, snap, this team, this might be a blowout. That was my first initial thoughts. And then Seattle went and adjusted and then they scored. The, the unanswered points and then we came back and uh we took the lead remember and then like you know jimmy ward does the bonehead thing um and then they go up at the half by one point but here's the thing though like i never felt like i doubted the 49ers i felt like one once again i felt like they were toying with them and they were in control the whole game like i it, it, they were just waiting to click that button i i this is how i'm looking at the 49ers this season mike this is they're the fast and furious team, okay? And every one of their games is a different car, but in each car, they have a notch oxide, whatever the name of that damn word is, button, right? Nas. 
And when they're ready to hit the button, they wait to the right time to hit it. Because notice when they hit it, it ain't no stopping it. Like, it's a big rush. It's a rush to where they're going to score. They're going to punch you in the mouth. They're going to get a turnover. They're going to score again. And that's what they kind of, like, do. You know what I'm saying? And so, I don't know. It, it I, I was never worried, but there were ebbs and flows, Mike. So, like, I'm not going to lie and say that they weren't ebbs and flows. But for some reason... It didn't seem like the game plan at the beginning was what we're used to seeing. More passes than runs? What's going on here? Yeah. So you had to know at some point they were going to get back to it. Right, right, right. Um, I think my biggest takeaway from this game was, uh, you know, as bad as it felt, and I'm talking like, I felt like, damn, we can't stop DK. You know, and then I, I stopped to think about it like nobody else was getting off. Right? Like, I, I, ne I don't remember mentioning Lockett much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand what Walker was out there trying to do. He didn't get 100 yards. Like, it, as, as bad as it felt, it felt like they were marching up and down the field on us, but we were really in control. And not for nothing, our starters pitched another shutout in the second half. They're yes, doing they that did. in the playoffs. You, you, and keyword was starters because they didn't score just right. like the last game until the last few minutes of the game with their starters going against our reserves. Yes, that's correct. It was their starters still in there, and it was our backups out there. Uh, so, you know, um, we didn't get a, a chance to do all this on the overreaction show. We were too busy, you know, letting everybody celebrate, and, and rightfully so. I think that's what overreaction shows should be. You know, we get the fans and everything. Um, but, Wayman, man, I, I got to get your opinion really quick. Do you have a player of the game? You want to do an offensive and defensive player of the game? Or you want to just go ahead and start talking about these Cowboys? Because we could do that. Yeah, man, look, the quicker the better because I got to get up and go to work out early in the morning. But listen, tell you what, this is my, my, my defensive player of the game for me was Charles Amenahu. I, Amenahu, I thought he had probably like one of the best games of his career. I think he had a total, what, six total pressures altogether. Not too many pressures from the defense in this game, uh, but he did have about six. Uh, I believe he had three tackles. Uh, one was a tackle for a loss, two sacks. I mean, the dude was all over the field, and he almost had a third sack. I don't know if you remember the play where it was before the fumble play, so it was like a couple of plays where he had him in his grasp, and somehow Geno slipped yeah, out. Away. Yeah. Uh, he got out of the arms. Uh, but when I look at a minute here, I'm saying to myself, man, if, if this guy's been getting it all season, but because they keep rotating and he's not a solidified, like stuck piece opposite of Nick Bosa, it's kind of hard for him to get in. Sometimes they use Epicom, sometimes they're using a minute who, so you know, they, they're rotating these guys in and out. You know what I'm saying? Another game where you saw Drake Jackson inactive, I hate to say it, but we might not see Drake Jackson for the remainder of the playoffs. Uh, including the Super Bowl. And the reason why I'm saying that is because the 49ers are selling out to make sure that they're able to contain and stop the run. And one of Drake Jackson's weaknesses is his ability to contain the edge and stop the run. So you might not see him anymore, but you are going to miss the playmaking, Drake Jackson. You're going to miss the ball, set it down. You're yeah. going to miss that. And I don't know if we're we, – I personally want that back in there because if we're giving up nine yards a pop to, to this guy, Kenneth Walker, who – was a nominee for rookie of the year. If you're giving up nine yards of pop to him, I mean, come on, like, might as well put the kid in there and let the rookie go out there and play. But yeah, uh, defensively was a minute for me. Offensively, I mean, like, oh snap, everybody was like, oh, you know, rightfully on Debo didn't have the year that people thought he was going to have. And they gave him this contract, and Debo ended up getting hurt and things like that, and. 
You know what I'm saying? But I tell you what, Debo had a contractual game on yesterday. He was the second in yards. 133 yards, led the 49ers in wide receiving. 133 yards, a touchdown. Like, Debo was out there balling out like he rightfully does in the playoffs. There's a difference between Debo Samuel regular season and Debo the playoff Debo. It's like a, it's like another monster. Yes, and so sir, and he was my offensive player of the game. But there's so many players you could pick offensively. I wouldn't be mad who anybody goes with. I felt like they all had some due diligence. I mean, you could even go with the offensive line. Spencer Burford had a game. I mean, you know, you, know, you, you can go with anybody you want in this game. Mike McGlinchey played well. Jake Brendel played well. Like, the, I mean, like they just had a game. So. Whoever you choose to go with, man, it's, it's up to you, man, to each day on. No, no, I'm not. I wanted you to get yours off because I, I did the whole show. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to get I wanted you to, you know, share your thoughts here on, on the channel and everything. Mm -hmm. And I know you've been doing your own show. I did add yours to it. I'm, I apologize for doing this. No, I appreciate it, man. I, I appreciate the love. Um, you know, uh, so I wanted you to get it off here for the people who haven't, you know, who may not have seen your your thoughts so far. Um, I'm, I'm happy. You know, I, I think I was happiest with the growth of Brock Purdy throughout the game. Uh, I don't know if it was the rain. I don't know if it was just playoff jitters, the biggest game of his career by far. Uh, and you could tell he was a little, little jittery. And you, I, I, it worked out for us, so it, it was easy for me to say that I like that Kyle allowed him to keep throwing in the first half to get those jitters out. And mm. we're going to have to do this. We've seen when you know other quarterbacks in this system, they start bad. Kyle just runs, 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 runs to give them a bunch of checkdowns to build their confidence. He was allowing Brock to throw, even through the inaccuracies and things like that, and the scrambling to the left, scrambling to the left. Like he, he let him play through it, and I, I, I had a really good appreciation for that, uh, especially seeing the outcome. You know what I mean? Seeing how it all. Yeah, played. I mean, when you looked at Brock Purdy, I mean, like I, I would say that first ball sailed out on him a little bit. Like he threw it in between two wide receivers and a defender right there in the middle. So it was like a sandwich. You had Debo underneath, you had Brandon over the top, and then it was right where that defender was, which it could have been an interception. But then two plays later, he goes out and hits Debo Samuel for a big pass or Brandon Ayuk for a big pass. It's like the kid, Kyle, you could tell Kyle Shanahan has all the faith and trust in this kid, right? Because yeah. like I said, 13 passes to nine runs in that first, like that was ridiculous. Like, what are we doing, Kyle? Like, and, and rightfully so, it's probably why we were trailing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm with you, bro. The maturity of of Brock Purdy um, on the defense, I mean, on the offensive side. And then for me as well on the defensive side, like the maturity from Diamondra Lenore, like I, I really felt like uh, a kid that gave up some big plays throughout the regular season, only one touchdown, uh, kind of got picked on last game uh, before this particular, before the game with against the Seahawks got picked on. Uh, but I, I felt like he went out there and responded. I mean, he wasn't like, he didn't lock anybody down, but he didn't give up any touchdowns. Uh, anything underneath was given up, but man, was he a sure tackler. I think he might be the best tackling DB that we have on this team. Uh, and when you look at him, you could see that he's his confidence is growing. And remember last year when Ambry Thomas' confidence grew? Like, it's really cool to see the confidence of the sophomore player uh, grow. So Diamondo Lenore, to me, also matured throughout this game. Absolutely, 100%. Um, and so uh, we always start the show with the latest 49ers news. Um, I wanted to start with the little recap for, uh, from Wayne. Uh, there is a tweet that I, I do want to share uh, this portion of the game, uh, this portion of the show here for the latest 49ers news and all. Uh, and it's going to be um, about the 49ers front office 
getting a little shake up here, man. Um, Diana uh, Russini, she tweets out. Can you see that? Yeah. All right. The Tennessee Titans are hiring San Francisco 49ers director of pro personnel, Rand Carthon, as their new general manager. Sources, me and Jeff Darlington. Uh, so round of applause. Let me let me find my sounds here. Uh, round of applause for Rand getting the position here. I was very, very happy about that for him. Where is it? There it is. Guys coming up and, and finding their way through the system and making a name for themselves. And I, I really, really like it. I'm happy for them. Um, a lot of faithfuls are already wondering, all right, well, what does this mean? You guessed it. A minority hire to head coach or GM gets the team two third round picks, one this year, one next year. Um, the Niners are now up to 11 draft picks, 11. 11 draft picks, seven of which are comp picks, seven comp yeah. picks. And so I, I asked this in the uh, in the group chat. I don't know if uh, anyone ever responded, but do you think the Niners are going to cause the NFL to change this rule? Doesn't it they, seem like they, they have manipulated the heck out of this, man? You, you said manipulated, and it's funny because I was going to use another word that starts with an M, uh, like monopolizing, right? And so, like, you know, antitrust laws ban monopoly uh you know but i i hey until they change it i say keep rocking out <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh look kyle shanahan and john lynch and i i, I i'm gonna give this to john lynch and that personnel like they are figuring out ways to manipulate the system i mean and isn't that what life is all about like finding the loopholes and the law i mean that's kind of like what it is Right. And so they're like, all right. And Bill Belichick has done it for years. Right. They've done it for years. And so, like, you sit here and say, okay, uh, Lynch, let's keep this. So, shout out to Kyle for like picking his staff, grooming his staff. And then when it's time, when they're time to go, let him go. Allowing them to branch out, you know? Bro, it it ain't just he, he allowing them to for sure, but. This return on that investment. Yeah, you want this guy? Okay, no problem. Yeah. He's going to take a piece of it. <laughs> go ahead and take it, but go ahead and give me a, you know what I'm saying? Give me a pickback. So this is dope. This is really good for the 49ers because I think they're at the position, they're in the position, excuse me, where they literally say F them picks. Like they, if they want a player, they're going to go get them. They yes, don't sir. care about first round picks. They right. don't care about second round picks. You know why? Because the bulk of their team is built on third round and down, and that's how they're able to save money. And so you know, like people don't understand the money, the monetary value in these picks. Right. You know. Yeah, you yeah. want first round picks because you get that fifth year option, right? But if you just go ahead and draft the fifth round pick, you're not paying him anywhere near what you're paying, and then you're grooming him to be great, and then if he turns out to be a uh uh a, 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 a phenomenal player you pay the man right right homegrown talent yeah yeah sir and then if they're a phenomenal player and you can't pay him guess what else you get in return for it come compensatory <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like it, 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 it really really is a win-win um i i like that so much for the 49ers they're doing things the right way um and so shout out again to uh ran good job to him uh and the 49ers now 
on the news front, it's actually been pretty slow. I don't know that there's been more pressers since the game ended. No, I, there hasn't been any pressers other than what Kyle Shanahan talked about as far as the, the latest in the injuries. Uh, but Mike, I just wanted to address some of the people in the chat. Guys, we see your super chat contributions. We do a super chat segment toward the end of the show. Uh, it helps us recap what some of the people might miss at the beginning of the show. So make sure you stick around. We're definitely going to read the contributions. Uh, we have not forgotten you we promise they're starred and they're cleared and they're ready to go toward the end of the show all right guys appreciate yes. you thank you so much wayne i i try to do that periodically and i i definitely forgot i saw it when we were talking earlier uh from i think thomas huxley was the one that put it in there and you know i think he had the first was like you guys don't read them you don't read them we do read them i apologize so thank you so much wayne for for getting to that uh good good point there man um <clears throat> so there there aren't any more updates Right? Have you have we heard anything else about the injuries? We heard about guys getting injured, coming back in. Not, I mean, you just got a couple of guys that got injured as far as um Kyle did have that conference call symmetry. So you're right. And in the conference call, he mentioned two players that have ankle injuries, but they're listed day to day. We're talking wide receiver Jawan Jennings and defensive end Samson Ebukam. Right. And so they're day to day. Like I I can I can tell you right now, everybody's day to day. Like I don't care what the injury is, it's day to day. Like that it's playoff talk time. It's playoff language time, and if you got dinged up, you're going to be day-to-day. -day. Now, some players did get injured and then came back in the game. Dre Greenlaw, haven't heard about him, right? Like, because he got he left the game. Haven't heard about Charles Menahue, who got uh, a stinger and came back in the game. So, yeah, this is good news, man. The 49ers are relatively going into this game healthy, whereas on the other side, where Dallas Cowboys, uh, their left tackle, um uh oh my gosh what's his name jason peters left the game now he is listed questionable but we'll keep you updated throughout the week to let you know about his status and right. they end up uh you know they have to go younger they might end up putting their rookie back out there so nick Bosa on a rookie Whew. we'll see we'll see they they'll end up lining up lining him up over the right side anyway if a rookie is in there on the left it's not it's not going to matter too much but We'll, we'll have to see how it goes. I've had this hat. So whenever Faithful to the Bay came out, so whenever that phrase came out, which Mike doesn't like, whenever that phrase came out, <laughs> uh, that's when I got this hat. So I don't I don't remember the year. If the 49ers moved to Idaho. Mike, you ain't got to explain it. I get no, it. I'm just, I'm just asking you, would you still be a Niners fan or would you would you find another team that's in the Bay? I would be a Niners fan, but the Niners to me will always represent the Bay. I don't care if they move inland to Idaho. All right. So, um, I, you you were talking about um, you were you were talking about um, Geno Smith and escaping sacks and things like that, and that, and that that brings me to uh, this Cowboys game that we're about to go into. Okay. Which quarterback is more elusive, Geno Smith or Dak Prescott? More elusive. I, I don't know. It's it's about equal for me. Like I, I don't think there's one that's more elusive than they're they're not elusive quarterbacks. What Gino and Zach will do is tuck the ball and run. So I don't I don't count that as elusiveness. It's more like because I saw I saw it yesterday with Dak, right? There was a play, it must have got busted, and he just took up in that gap, that A gap, and just took off and ran for about four or five, six yards. Right. right. Gino is gonna look to roll out. And do the same thing. Now, I'm not saying that Dak won't do that, but 
the 49ers defense is a lot faster than any defense they've ever seen. I, I, I don't, I, and I know they know that from last year. This is not even the same defense from last year. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So his elusiveness is, is, it's going to come in. It's going to, it's going to be interesting to watch. How many times is he going to roll out? If he rolls out, is he making that proper right? Cause you know, Dak has post-traumatic syndrome for running out of bounds and getting hurt and tearing like a lot of things can happen. So we're going to see, he wants to, he prefers to run up the middle. Uh, you know, when you think about elusiveness, Russell Wilson was elusive. Um, trying to think of some of these elusive guys, like even Josh Allen, I don't know if he's elusive, but he's a big guy. Like that dude will run. Like, I think, I think Patrick Mahomes is more elusive, uh, an, an elusive guy, right? Yeah. Kind of yeah. knows how to sidestep and, you know, he's like the Humpty dance, you know what I'm saying? But I don't get that from uh, Dak Prescott. Will he tuck, will he take the ball and run? Yes. Which means, which means the 49ers got to do two things defensively, right? And it's not just stopping the run. It's containing. Like the, I felt like Dre Greenlaw had one of the worst containment assignments I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm sorry, Mike, if my expectations are this. And don't be mad when I say this. When you get to that goal line, I'm thinking the 49ers are going to stop you on fourth down. That's my expectations. Why? They've been doing it for the past four games. Four? It's just, that's been like a season thing. Like Okay, that's, that's, well, my bad. I'm wrong. But, but my point is, I'm expecting it. So when we get to the goal line, I they ain't scoring until they actually scored, and I'd be like, all right, they got in, right? So that's what happened in the Seahawks game. It was a containment issue. You saw the edge go, and then Dre Greenlaw went with the edge. Like, what are you doing? Negro, stay there. Stay there. And I'm not saying he, would, he wouldn't have outran them, but at least right. we could have got it's a body. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, all right, so you know, this this game is gonna be good. This is gonna be a really, really good game. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I might have mom dukes watch this game with me. Um she's a, she's a cowboy way too much. I'm mm-hmm. trying oh no, she she knows what it is when the game is on. She don't yeah, but my mom's church and my, oh my mom is is sister Anna, like she <laughs> yeah, but I feel I, I would feel weird. So my mom could watch it at home, and I'll watch mine. I'll be at the game. How about that? Okay. All right. There you, you go. Know what I thought so, but I haven't heard anything, so maybe not, man. I might I might sit back and chill because, uh, you know, that drive, dog, you know. Got you. We'll see. I, I, I thought I was going. I thought I was going, but I'm not a nag, and I haven't heard anything else. So I just I just chilled. I sat back and chilled. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, now. What's your biggest concern about this game, honestly? If there's it's, one at all. That's a good question. I, I it's more about um for me, it's about the the secondary and the pass rush, right? Because I feel like the most consistent piece on our on our defense has been uh the linebacking core, right? I feel like healthy, they're the most consistent piece. Some games you get the pass rush dominant. Some games you don't. Cowboys have a pretty damn good offensive line. I mean, all pros on that offensive line, right? And mm-hmm. so it's not going to be as 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 it's going to be a tougher match. But they're older, Mike. I like I I like the young speed and power combination from our line. Now that means that our defensive line is more 
congruent, right? They've been playing together for at least a year or two. They don't really have too many new pieces on that defensive line. So that's going to help in the 49ers' favor. But they're also younger. And so, like, I, I just feel like my only issue and concern is not uh, getting enough pressure on Dak. And then if you do get the pressure, the lane's breaking down and the containment breaks. That That's my thing. Because if you extend the play for him, wide receivers automatically get open. And I'm sorry, he has a pretty good group of wide receivers. I, I don't know. People don't want to talk about it. But CeeDee Lamb and those dudes, that's a pretty damn group of wide receivers. And then you got to factor in now T.Y. Hilton, who finds ways to get open. He always could get open. He just couldn't stay healthy. All of a sudden, he leaves Indianapolis. He's been the healthiest he's ever been in his entire career. And that's me how I know, because he's been on my fantasy team for the past 10 years and ain't finished one goddamn season. But now, <laughs> he's been playing four or five games. So... Yeah, man. So that's it, man. Don't break containment. I'm not sure if they're going to spy. That's not what, what you call it likes to do. D'Amico will not call a spy, bro. Because yeah. he wants his linebackers to play discipline, to be out there and coverage or whatnot. So it's going to be a great game. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. And, and, and on the other side, offensively, you know, the 49ers just got to do what they do best, man. Just run the ball against their defense. They, they can't stop the run. They're 20, what, 27th in stopping the run? You run the goddamn ball. End of discussion. I saw this stat today, man, and it said the 49ers uh, – uh, let me see. Here it is. It's a PFF tweet. Is it, nope, nope, it's not a PFF tweet. I lied. I put it in the, in the group earlier, but it was something about open receivers. Like the 49ers guys, like five yards open, like between Kyle's design and then the execution by Brock, these guys are just out here doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? Like they're out here really, really doing their thing. They're just like driving up and down the field at will on these guys and people are open and Brock is taking advantage of it. And there was a couple of times in the game where he took the deeper shot instead of hitting Debo open, you know, across the middle, you know, go, go looking, keeping his eyes downfield. And, you know, it's, it's going to be pros and cons of that. You're going to get the big plays that we all celebrate and jump up. And, oh yeah. And at the same time, get that ball to Debo. He could probably make it a big play anyway. Uh, it's, it's all coming together. We're finally seeing the vision that Kyle had for this offense with all these weapons, right? And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't think at all that the Cowboys stand a chance in this game. I don't. I, I don't know if I've ever been this confident about a game in the postseason before in my entire life. Yeah. In my entire life. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't think the Cowboys are going to put up points. I think they will. Yeah. I think they'll score, you know, between 20 and 24, 25, 26 points. I mean, with a kicker doing what he what he does, I, I don't know. But um, I don't think they score that many, Mike. I, I I don't think they score more than 17 points. Um it, it's something about matchups. Um and I don't think that I don't think that the Cowboys would be able to find a way to counter the energy of the defense because the offense also comes out and matches the defense's intensity and energy. And so that's like a double whammy. Like it's weird. Right. So remember before it was all defense, it was defense, 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 the offense put up barely enough points and they went home. Right. 
Right. So now the defense looks like they're giving up more points, but average wise, they're only giving up 17 points a game. Right. 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 I, and so as bad as the defense looks to us from the naked eye, like overall in the totality of the game, they actually finish well. I figured out why that is. Talk to us, bro. Because when we watch our defense, when we watch our defense, we have an expectation. We know when someone Facts. messed up. We can see it immediately. Immediately. Watching it so much. And it's like, Facts. oh, man, if they keep playing like this, da 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 But that doesn't mean that teams can take advantage of it over and over and over again. No, no, no. It's just a, it's a bonehead mess up, right? And then it's a fix. All right. So, like, I thought Mooney Ward had his worst game. What did He, he was targeted, what, seven times, I believe, or nine times and gave up seven catches or five catches. Like, he gave up the majority of the joints. He had one PBU that I remember seeing, which I said, thank God he put, broke this up. That was another touchdown to DK Metcalf. Yeah, that was the one that they thought uh, – they, they said they could have called the flag because he touched his shoulder or some shit like that. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Anyway. We almost made it 40 minutes before I said a bad word. Um, but <laughs> That's good. We're getting better. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, and they, it, it was no penalty because he didn't change, you know, the route that he was running or anything like that. But he, you know, reached over and and, and the ball was incomplete. Um, but, yeah, like I, I do remember that one also, you know. Um, I saw someone say I owe push-ups for what? What, who are, what do I owe push-ups for? I don't know. But keep I going. Want, he was, I he was on all push-up bets. Nah, he's done uh, – yeah, he's done all his push-up bets, even the ones I told him he didn't have to do. No, but I'm but I'm saying I won all of them this year. Like I, if, if he's talking about like, no, season, you had to do push-ups for me, but I told you you didn't have to do them. But you did them. I'm about to say, but I did them though. Yeah, I did them. Um, you know, like so, I'm I'm not worried about this game, and I don't know if my level of confidence is gonna cause me to be afraid later. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it, it's like you're confident that this team is gonna come out here and and play well, but then there's that like, what if? This person doesn't do something. So, like, I got you, bro. Like, I, I trust me. I get it. I'm confident too. I, look, I know. I, I, I don't. I'm not not a huge trash talker. Unless somebody come at me, then in this on, right? Right. But here's you look the, like you used to play the dozens. You, you right? Look like yes. You know, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but look, I'm gonna give Dallas Cowboys credit. Right? They're here. They're also the fifth seed, so that means something. So when you finish second. That means something even more. I think Marcus Spears talked about it earlier. It's like if Dallas was as good as they think they are, they wouldn't be the second. They wouldn't be the fifth seed. Think about it. If they was as good as they think they are, they should be. They should have won the NFC East, and they didn't. They couldn't. They couldn't win the NFCs, right? They weren't as good. They weren't good enough. I mean, yeah. That, okay, I can't argue against that, but that doesn't mean they're not as good as they think they are. But they're that not. Means- they lost. They lost the teams that they should. That we so did we, right? But they also finished second in the wins. NFCs, huh? Yeah, they yeah. So they finished. If it, yeah, but they couldn't finish first. Like if they were better than what they thought they were, they would have beat the Eagles twice. They beat them once. They would have beat the teams that they needed to beat to, and then they would have won their division. And they would have. They would have. They would have been able to put themselves in a better situation and contain whole field advantage, and not have to travel, and not have to miss a couple of days, and not have to recuperate and regenerate. Here we go. Now you getting it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because now that that's the topic I was saving for the end. Let's get there. All right. We let's get to it then. Because this is where fear, the 49ers man. have that advantage. Not only are they the better team, mm. they got more mm. time to plan. They got more time to heal. You know what I'm saying? They got they more don't have to travel. And they don't have to travel. Yeah. And so you you gotta look at 
you got to factor that in. That's a huge advantage. Yes, That's a huge advantage, especially in the playoffs, wow. because it's winner go home. Mm. It's not all, oh, man. All right, yeah, my body hurt. Cool. It's not healed 100%, but you know what? We can lose this game. If we lose this game, we got another game we could play. And we No. It's yeah. winner go home. So the 49ers, maybe – do you do you feel, Mike, the pressure might be more on them to win this game? Them who? The Niners. Oh, this, this is a dub. Ain't no pressure. <laughs> this, this is a dub. Just this, saying no... The fact that they got it made, oh. does that put more pressure – on the Niners is what I'm asking. Or do they do like my man Jay-Z and just brush that dirt off the shoulders? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's, why. That's exactly what it is. That's you know, is. normally I would have came in here, if, if the tables were turned, or if this was another team other than the Cowboys, but my hate for the Cowboys is, is just as deep as it is for the Seahawks. So it's no, no, on a normal day, I would have came in here and said, man, the NFL got to do something, man. This ain't fair. This ain't fair. Them boys, the Niners played Saturday, the first game Saturday, and waited for the rest of the day. All the other games go on. Sunday, all the other games go on. Monday, the Cowboys play. And now they get to play on Sunday. And they stay in at home. And the team that played the last game of the week has to travel across the country. They lose a day. They lose a day of practice and preparation due to travel. And time and time zone. Yeah. Like normally I'd be like, yo, the NFL, like, that's not right. Competitive event, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. We earned it. We earned it. And that's my point. That's what I was trying to say yeah. in the beginning. The yeah. 49ers, listen, the 49ers were getting beat by Chicago and Denver, two of the worst teams in the league. And look, they were three and four, Mike, at one point. Three and four. They were three and mother freaking four, bro. They was like, bump that. Three and four? This ain't us. And you know what they did after that? They won a 10 straight to end the regular season, bro, and then won another one in the playoffs. That's that's three hands. You, you got to start using the toes now. Now you got to start bro. using the toes to count up, right? And the disrespect mm. Mm. is another reason why the 49ers are going to win this game. Yes, sir. How yes. is it? Why come? Every freaking analyst out there was picking Tom Brady and the Bucks to beat the Cowboys. The moment the Cowboys beat the Bucks, now all of a sudden the Cowboys are gonna beat the Niners. We whipped that ass. Mm. We beat them so bad. We they got seven points. Mm. Seven mm. points. Mm. We got more wins in a row than they scored points. That's crazy. And we scored more points than America's <laughs> team. Four of them to be exact. Them four extra points your kicker missed. Mm. Mm. Did he make one for the right? Did he get one? I don't know. I stopped counting after he missed four, bro. It didn't matter. <laughs> when the commentator said, yo, my man has missed five in a row. I don't know what's going on. I know what's going on. It's going to be some tryouts this weekend. <laughs> and you go ahead and try to kicker if you want to in the playoffs. Oh, my God. That is. But you got to understand what I'm saying, bro. Like mm. the, 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 the disrespect. Respects, bro. Like that's why I put that 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 video out there. They're gonna put respect on our name, yo. Because every week Brock has to face an uphill battle, bro. Like the kid, you you keep putting the kid through the furnace, and the kid keep coming out hotter and hotter, man. I, I what do you want? You know, and I, even, I actually got a call from Brock while he was in the furnace. He was like, hey, "Yo, Mike, I got you some lions down here, bro." Like, 
You know, he, he was down there. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It, it, he was down there with three homies. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I'm going to leave that out there. Y'all y'all figure that out. Y'all I know all out. about it. Mm. He, he was in that furnace chilling. Here, here's the thing, right? This is why I like Brock so much. Um, you're, you're getting the humility. You're getting the, the the one of the things he said in his presser was, you know, about his mistakes. Mm. Accountability from mm. a 23 year old speaks mm. volumes. Come on, man. It Come speaks on, man. volumes. I'm not comparing him to anybody else. I, I'm not comparing him to anybody else. Y'all, y'all know where I'm Thank going you. with this. Thank his, you. His accountability, though, speaks volumes. And if you want to know why a player will catch a five-yard pass and try to take it 85 yards, or a player will go up in the air and try to catch one of his 25, 30-yard passes, or a player is looking to do this and looking to do that for Brock, it's because of account of freaking ability. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is why I know he don't got a C on his chest, but that, that that's not how his team is looking at him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It almost it almost makes you want to like let's let's do more captains for the postseason. Just give him one. Give him that honorary, you know what I'm saying? Playoff captain. Give him a PC on his chest or something. What's good, know. Perk Dog? I know. Yeah, 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 I see you, Perk. I see him out there. You know, but it's like it's the kid is like he's super duper humble. You know, he gets he gets that touchdown. And what does he do? He looks for alignment. Hey Banks, welcome back. Go ahead. And Banks spikes the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he didn't do it himself. You know what I mean? And he just Walks off the field, chilling. You know, you see every once in a while he got his little chest bang or he injected, you know, like, but it's subtle. It's subtle. It's so respectful. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, he goes to the sideline. Hey, how can I get better? What did I do wrong on that drive? Let's fix this. Give me that tablet. Give me that Microsoft Surface. Let me see these still shots. All right. All right. I'm learning. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to roll left no more. We'll see what happens when I roll right touchdown you know what i'm saying like the the guy is just out there with a level of intense focus like it's 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 great man it's great the nerves might be making him better the nerves might be making him better yeah he's getting stronger as the game goes on sometimes you got to make mistakes in order to grow and i'm looking at brock purdy make mistakes mental mistakes uh overthrows underthrows but how about the throws uh, and I'm not talking about the completed passes, but how about the throws that don't get forced into turnovers? Like, oh, shoot, guy in my face throwing it at his feet. Mm-hmm. You're getting that from a 23-year-old, yo. I don't even think, other than Tom Brady, which he don't even do that shit anymore. Like, you're getting it from tw- a 23-year-old Brock Purdy, bro. Damn, I did not think that ball made it to the line of scrimmage. I thought it, it was definitely a- didn't make it to the line of scrimmage. So they, moved, they moved the line of scrimmage up. So... <laughs> I was like, no, don't get the penalty. Oh, no flag. All right, cool. Cool with me. It's, it's, I know it sounds like, you know, we're, 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 we're singing praises and we're high on Brock. And it's because we should be. I'm high uh, on the 49ers, man. He's, he's the quarterback. Why should it not be? Right. And that's my point. And it's just like, yo, the kid's going out there and he, and, and whatever mistakes he makes, the team picks him up. The team helps pick him up. And when, when, remember, here's the best part about Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's best throw was the was the was the corner fade route to uh Brandon Ayuk, which he dropped. That was a that was a drop. I think the, the ball's thrown so perfectly that he didn't think it was gonna come in right there to where all he had to do was jump, catch, and land his feet. 
and bounce. Like, I, I don't think he thought it was going to be that perfect. Bro, that ball was in his hands. He was like, oh, it's here, and dropped it. Like, That's he didn't he realize that ball was going to be in the breadbasket. He thought he was going to do something else to go make that catch. I'm telling you, bro, you know where I'm going with that. So, anyway, what I'm trying to say is this. Talk about accountability. He owned that. Not only did Brandon Ayuk own it. Uh, yeah. Brock Purdy went up and said, don't worry about it, bro. Shake it off. I'll get it to you again. What are we doing here? Yeah. This kid Come is on. different, man. And Come you know on. what, Mike? I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to lose this game or anything like that. It's not how I feel. But if we did, I might have to rock with Brock because Brock is the man. Like, he showed everything you want in a quarterback. I'm not He'll be a competition for sure. But it's Brock's job. It, like somebody's gonna have to take it from him. I'm I'm not gonna go that far, but I understand the optimism. I'm telling I, you, I understand the excitement, it. and more importantly, I understand the appreciation for the young man, number thirteen. I really, really do. And this is the way I see it: it's a win-win, because this 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 is what it comes down to. House money. If the season start next year, and he's not under center, that just tells me. The expectations mm-hmm. we're supposed to have mm-hmm. for the following season. Like, come mm-hmm. on, man. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. We can't lose that way. I'm not talking about we can't lose games. Let me be very clear what I'm saying. But if he doesn't get that starting job next year, that tells me what they expect from Lance. Bro, like, what? Bro, bro come on. This come is on, man. It's, it's almost unfair to Lance because it's like Brock. So the the situation couldn't happen. The situation could not have happened any more perfect for Brock Purdy. And here's what I mean. Jimmy gets hurt. Brock Purdy's next on the depth chart. And then there's another, and then there's Josh Johnson, right? It's not like, like it was Jimmy, Trey, Brock, right? So Trey's gone, right? So Brock comes in and he gets the opportunity of his lifetime. Right. And so now Brock is here winning. And so what Brock is doing is getting the reps. And this is all for Trey Lance. This is all I was saying was that season we went to the the playoffs. Jimmy Garoppolo, he was hurt. Just let Trey play. Win or lose, he was going to get these reps. So it could always, it'll still be a win win. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. like, you got to look at it like that. That's how I'm looking at it. So Trey Lance, heal up, rest up. You can come back, for, uh, come back fired up. But Brock right now, it's hot. The Brock right. is hot. All the chips on the table right now, man. And they should be. They should be. The Niners. So the last thing I want to talk about, and then we can get up out of here. Uh, I think it's clear. The Niners are the best team in the NFC. Yes. Is it time to expand? No. Wait. Yeah. Hold on now. Hold on now. Are you sure? Are you sure it's not time to say that they're the best team in the NFL? Just come on now. Look at I, what I can't. I, 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 they look to me, they lost to the best team in the NFL. you talking about then, I, I, but, but they still lost. And so, like, like they you have know, to beat, they have to beat that Chiefs team for me to be the best team in the NFL, bro. No. If, the, if, the, if the Chiefs get knocked out, the Niners become the best team in the NFL. Like I that that's how I look at it, and and it's okay. It's, listen, man, to each they own. 
You guys could look at it however you freaking want. You can say the Bills are the best team in the NFL. You can say the Bengals are the best. I don't care who you say the best team in the NFL is. I I like like it that the 49ers, I'm, and I'm hoping they don't think that they're the best team in the NFL. I hope they continue to go out I, there and prove that they're the best team in the NFL. I like what you said. But the reason why I'm saying that that's not true because we lost to them, I don't I don't think that means anything. And I'm going to tell you why. That's fair. If I If I told you that you had to pick which team was better, the Colts or the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You won't say the Chiefs, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Especially the Colts this year. The Colts beat the Chiefs this year. I know. That don't mean that they were a better team. They they were they were going by that. I'm going by one player. One player makes them the best team. I'm sorry. He, you, 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 you can say Brock Purdy is great, but he's not Patrick Mahomes. So you don't why, have to be though. But that one player is the reason why they continue to win, bro. So, like you look at Patrick Mahomes and 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 what they have. I can't name any other player on that team other than Travis Kelsey. Like, them two players right there are it. And then for the 49ers, they got better players. They got they're, – they're definitely on paper. They got they got all the studs and stars. But they got to – maybe well, my, maybe now, like you're saying, they come together and the way they're playing now makes them the best team. That's fair. I, I, that's all my argument was. Well, I'm my, not saying he was the better My, my thing is they got to play to find out. So if the Chiefs beat the best team, does that make the Chiefs the best team? Even though the Niners are the best team, yeah. Okay. Well, Why guess not? what? We ain't beat the Chiefs yet. <laughs> they yet. haven't. Beat, they haven't beat this version of the 49ers either. Which is fair, and they haven't played this version. But but the Niners just haven't beaten them yet. Now, when's, the last time you saw, when's the last time you saw a 49ers team better than this one? What decade do you have to go back to? I'm I'm 94. This is the exactly. this is that 94 team. Exactly. And that's why I feel so high about this team. But that 94 team also played a bum ass San Diego Chargers team, bro. I don't even know who else was supposed or, to be in the Super Bowl that year. But they the Chargers made them look like bums. They were bums, bro. I, I don't even know how they got in. Like I, I can't remember who they beat to get in, but they were terrible. But right. the way the way I felt about that 94 team is how I feel about this team. There's something mm. special about the offense. Mm. There's something special about that offense. Mm. And that defense was stout. This mm. defense is stout. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's 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 kind of the point I'm getting at, man. This is this is the best Niners team I've seen in a really, really long time. So much so that. You know, like we do all these shows. Oh, give me a score prediction. Give me a score prediction. I noticed that not once have I predicted the Niners to put up 30 points. And that's all they do is 30 plus points. And I'm going to keep doing that. Huh? Especially since Brock has been the quarterback. I'm talking talking about since Brock. Only one time have they not put up 30 points or more. And that was when they played Seattle. That was when they played. And they took their foot off the gas in that game because they had a nice, comfortable lead. Yeah, they yeah, and Seattle scores a touchdown at the end of the game. Like touchdown. Right, right. And so it wasn't even as close as the score looked like when you go back and look at the box score. But but that's kind of my point, right? Like this version of this team is something that some people, some Niner fans, haven't seen before. They haven't seen it before. I get where you're going. I get where you're going and with this. That 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 Chiefs team, I get it. I respect them. They do have the better quarterback. That it's more than it's more than just one player on a team, and this it, team, it, Mike. That's it, you're right. There is, 
but why they keep winning it? You can't I, say it's competition. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll give you a name that, that why they win in some games. Go ahead. And it's not the quarterback either. Okay. Chris Jones. Every time a team is driving to make a game-winning drive, Chris Jones steps up in one of the biggest ways I've ever seen. He did it against us in the Super Bowl. He did it all year. Every game that was close and they go out there and they win, Chris Jones has a, a game-saving defensive play on the team's drive to go down and win or tie it up. Every single time. You could set a clock to it. If yeah. the Chiefs... So, and, and, and why do they win? So Chris Jones sets it up. And Patrick, oh, no, no, no. So what I'm saying is the Chiefs will have a lead. They'll have a one-score lead. And whoever they're playing is marching down the field. And when it's time, Chris Jones just flips that switch, and he goes in and he goes, sack, force yeah, fumble, what, for whatever sure. it is you got to do. For sure. Uh, their defense still isn't great, but that one player is that good. He's that impactful. And exactly. I give it to him. And exactly. I'm not looking ahead to playing the Chiefs, even though that's my Super Bowl prediction. But what I'm trying to say is, to me, they're still that team to beat. Like, and I know they weren't even the champions last year, right? Cincinnati won. So they technically they should be the team to beat. But Cincinnati, Cincinnati doesn't the only team that I feel like can knock out the Chiefs is Cincinnati. Go figure. And if the 49ers make it, which they should, it should be it it should be a great ass Super Bowl. Ain't gonna be no Joe Burrow. Like, it's gonna be great. Joe Mixon, I don't care how good he played all season, he won't play that good against this defense. No. Like I'm, I'm that confident in this defense. I'll, I listen. I'm telling you, bro. Like, and and to me, the, the the Bengals don't even have the dual threat running back. That's that's what makes Dallas a little bit. Uh, you can say dangerous. There's a there's a level of dangerous. You can say yeah. Dangerous. You gotta stop the run game, Mike. You got you 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 want to yeah, limit their passing game. Be. You gotta take away Ezekiel Elliott and freaking Tony Pollard. End the discussion. You x them out. You win this game. Period. Right. Elliott's gonna get you the third and ones, third Correct. and two. That's he's that gonna guy. actually start the game. So he's gonna get you the first down. They're gonna see if they can get him four or five yards a pop. If Elliott's getting four or five yards a pop, we need to reassess our defense because he ain't been getting four or five yards a pop past four or five years. Right. So so that's that's the key. They'll mix in Pollard to come and change the, the pace. I don't, I don't think Pollard's healthy, bro. He hasn't been electrifying in the past several weeks in football. And when yeah, I several I meaning seven. Yeah, they hide him. Well, he'll still get one play a game where yeah. it's like, oh, there he is. But the, but 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 uh, was it Skip had a nerve to come out his mouth? I don't even talk about this dude. Go okay, ahead. no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, and I'll... say that Tony Pollard he would take him over explosive than Christian McCaffrey. What in the hell has he been watching for the past ten weeks in football? What's his favorite team, bro? The Cowboys. All right. So what y'all? But but, but even 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 if he look, can't, he cannot. I, it might yeah, even be by them bums. It might he's be still, in his contract. He can't go out there and be like, oh, that, that, that junk, if that junk is in his contract, then then no wonder he can say whatever the hell he wants because he worked for Jerry Jones. Okay. I'm just saying, bro. Like, think about what I'm saying, but. Again, key number one, you're getting it right here before I do the keys to victory. Key number one, you must stop the run. That is the key ingredient to winning in the playoffs. T 
take away the run, forces a team to be one-dimensional. People talk mad shit about Tom Brady and saying that he looked terrible, and he did, 100%. He looked terrible. He you actually, know what? He actually looked afraid sometimes out there in that game. But I, you know I don't what? I want to say it, but... Motherfucker threw the ball like 66 times, bro. Mm-hmm. You can't win a game throwing the ball 60 times and run nine times. Teams are going to play pass defense, which is what I would do, and you're waiting. Mm -hmm. The one thing I love about the 49ers is they're balanced, but you don't know how they're going to be balanced. And that's the crazy, scary part about the 49ers. So even if Dallas goes back and watch last uh, wild card game, it's different. Now you got to watch. It, it's not Jimmy. It's not Elijah Mitchell. It's not those same guys. And Elijah Mitchell ran all over Dallas last time. Mm -hmm. So, so when Dallas goes and watches film whenever they get a chance to, because they they you know they behind the curve, they got to figure out how to game plan for Christian McCaffrey, who's the most dangerous man in football right now. And mm. and mm. and Debo all of a sudden has been ignited. So now you got the dangerous man in football and a whole weapon X. That's what you got. So you got yeah. got the X factor and weapon X on the same damn team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you don't, guys don't know about the X factor and, and X force and all that stuff, man, get to your Marvel comics near you. I'm telling you right now, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's, it's pretty incredible, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for football. Uh, we have more to preview, but we're going to save some for the next show. Don't forget, guys, we do uh, two shows a week over here at least, and then we're going to do the uh, pregame show and all that stuff too if I'm still here. If I end up going to the game, then it's a little different. It throws a little wrench in those plans, but maybe we can go live from the stadium. I'll catch up with Breezy or something like that, and we can find somewhere and, and shoot shoot the shit or something like that, you know, over a nice glass of uh, gold bar. You know what I'm saying? We'll get some of that. Um, but, yeah, man, so – uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up things here. We're gonna go ahead and get to these super chats. Uh, your guys out there in the chat, thank you all for for rocking with us and watching so far. If there's anything else you would like us to read, we will read them on the air. I have an explanation of something, uh, a chat that I didn't read last last show, uh, but we'll go ahead and get to it now. All right. So, super chat segment. Where's my little? Where is it? And there's somewhere there it is. Bomb. There it is. All right. Our super chat segment is officially here, guys. The very first one here, Thomas, Tommy Huxley says, Niner Mike equals Abe Froman. Now, he posted this last show. I didn't read it because um, I wasn't thinking about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> what was you thinking about? I'm not going to say it, but Google it. Just type in Abe fro man on google and when you see the it might be under urban dictionary or something like that there was no way i was reading that on the show now i'm going to use the ferris bueller thing is the guy who you know that's the only thing that pops up oh because i got to go to urban dictionary that's what you said you, did yeah. you see it is it there because but thanks for the super chat man i do appreciate it if you meant it the ferris bueller way if you meant it the other way bro you can't keep saying this <laughs> I'm looking at Wayne's face to see if he see the definition. If you don't see it, I'm gonna send you the link. All I'm getting is Ferris Bueller stuff, bro. Okay. Unless it says a sex act simultaneous. I, okay, okay. Don't read that part. Double vagina, double. I just oh, said don't my... read it. What are you doing? Gosh. <laughs> Me, don't read it. And he... 
he did. That's why I didn't read it. So that's what I was thinking of when he said it. And I'm like, I'm not reading this on the air. So thanks for the super chat. Thanks for the confusion. Now this is going to be the most Googled thing tonight. (laughs) That's why I didn't read it last time. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not reading that. I even said it when I put it up. I was like, I'm not going to, I'm just going to put it up there because you paid to have it seen. I did put it on the screen, but I didn't read it. I didn't acknowledge it. And I kept it moving. So pick up your jaw. Uh, <laughs> here, this next one's for you, bro. Go ahead. Let's let's give you something else to read. I'm sorry, man. You got you to. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's um, I said, don't read it. And yeah, I heard that. But like the other area was reading. I didn't hear it. So I kept reading. Uh, Andrew Burtz. Thank you for the super chat contribution. Uh, it's a cool picture, too. Uh, remember Kyle used to call plays just to run out the clock and win by running. Now he's calling plays to blow the other team out. Is that my opinion? Nope. That is definitely not your opinion. He's Kyle's developed a killer instinct because he got a quarterback that he can trust. Think about it. He'll put in uh he put he'll put in Jordan Mason to close out the game, right? And so you'd be like, all right, Jordan Mason's in, game's over, whatever, whatever. Nope. Next three plays, here come Christian McCaffrey for a 32-yard run. I just like what? Like what it like Kyle has his foot on the gas and he's making a statement in the NFL right now. What are your thoughts on this, Mike? My thoughts are, um, you know, Kyle, that was how Kyle was. He, he depended on the defense to keep the game close. Let's get a lead late in the game. Let's run time off the clock and let's go home. Win by one, win by 100. Didn't make a difference to Kyle, right? I still think he has some of that mentality. We saw in the, la- in the last six games with Brock Purdy, we saw the offense just tap out because we had comfortable leads. Run, 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 run. So Kyle still has that in him. Let's be very, very clear, right? Uh, remember when we played uh, – who was it we played at the end? And they put in uh, they put in Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson was out there for two or three drives, didn't attempt a single pass, just handed the ball off over and over and over. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that's still in Kyle's bag, but it was more frustrating to see when the games were closer. They're not close anymore. They're not close I don't, think, I don't think that's in Kyle's bag if he keeps Purdy out there, though. So, like, well, when we, when even if they do run, run, you got to look, look, look at what he does, yo. Like, he, he's going to mix it's crazy how he mixes it up, right? Because whenever I see Mason coming to the game, I'm like, yeah, we about to close this junk out. Mason about to get like 56 yards, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, or, or you know, 50 to 100 yards in, in one in eight minutes, like, because that's what he's going to do. But then he'll bring out McCaffrey to change the pace. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's not a get down to lay down thing. It's more like, you know, if we could get here, we're going to score. Well, mm-hmm. all right. So. I think we're looking at the dynamic of the player versus the type of play called. So third quarter, minute 32 left. Niners have the ball at the 41-yard line. It's like the 40 and a half, okay? First and 10, they eye formation. They hand the ball off to McCaffrey. He runs left, and he completely reverses field, runs back to the other hash, and picks up nine yards. Very next play, another run played by McCaffrey, first down, right? We're up. 23-17, late in the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter, it's still run, run, run. I don't want to confuse how dynamic McCaffrey is and what he brings to the table, you know, and say that Kyle doesn't still think run time off the clock. 
he still does that. Uh, that's kind of my point. But now we have such a dynamic player out there doing it. It's like, oh, he still got his foot on the gas. Uh, yes, and that's Christian McCaffrey. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you go back and you watch that drive once we're up 23, I don't. I think we ran like seven or eight rushing plays in a row. And then all of a sudden, Christian McCaffrey gets stopped on first and 10. I think he loses a yard or two. And I think the next play was a pass. So like he still, his mindset is I'm going to play until I'm behind the sticks. I'm going to run the ball until they force us to pass it. And then we'll try to convert the first down. I just don't feel like he's playing as, I don't, I feel like he's not coaching as conservative as he has been. I feel like his conservative play calling, though it's there, it's not as conservative. Like we used to be able to kind of predict what Kyle Shanahan was going to do. Now it's more like, is he going to throw out of this formation? Is he going to pass out of this formation? I mean, how many times have you been wrong trying to guess it now? And so like, to me, that's more unpredictable. And it's the fact that he's trying to just like put the foot on the gas. Now at the end of the game, you're right. Like I, I, I do think it's run, 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 run. But if he was really trying to just get out of the game, he would never put back in Christian McCaffrey, but he will put back in Christian McCaffrey is what yeah. I'm saying with yeah. that lead, which means that, Yes, the dynamic of the player is going to do something different, but, you know, he's still trying to score. So if he can get more points, he's going to get him. It's not like he'll get all the way to the one-yard line and and with a minute left and just be like, oh, let's down the ball. He's trying to punch it in. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, and, I, and I feel what you're saying. I do. I really, really do. And, you know, the other thing that makes it look and feel different, going into games, sometimes it would be the, the fourth quarter and, to, and then we get our 17th point. Right? right, where now we're doing that in the first half of all these games. It's crazy. Seventeen is like the bar for the halftime score. <laughs> you know, we're on pace to score thirty plus at halftime every single. Even the games where we're saying, "Man, we look bad out there." Man, we gotta we gotta shake this off. We were saying that this game, we were saying that this exact game. I can't believe the defense folded like that at the end. I can't believe the offense after the first two drives just kind of went into a lull. They still have 16 points at halftime. That doesn't sound like a lot, but when you look at that as a half of production, you want pace for 32. We put up 41. You get what I'm saying? So it's like it, our, our mentality has changed because of what we're getting for an entire duration of a game. They are sustaining scoring drives. Mitch Wisnowski is averaging, what, two punts a game now? Since when? Do you? I, I remember the games with Wisnowski putting eight times. I remember people saying our punter is trash. We need a new punter because da 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 da. Well, when he's out there kicking more than uh, Robbie Gold, yeah, you're gonna feel like this guy is out there too much and he's not doing something right. Of course, you're gonna feel that way. So you know, I just, I, I, I get it. It's definitely more balanced. And when you're more balanced, as far as uh, first half production, second half production, it, it it makes it a fun game to watch from start to finish. And even when you're going conservative, you did, okay, how about this? How's this for a compromise in the statement? Our conservative play is so good that other teams would want it for their aggressive play. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yep. All right. Niner Cali Boy says here, thanks for the super chat again. He says there's a difference between hurt and injured unless they're injured expecting to play. And that is a very good point. He, he posted back when we were talking about uh, injuries versus, you know, you know, we were talking about people being hurt and all that stuff. Um, you said uh, a couple of guys were day to day, right, with the ankle injuries and things like that, and the the stinger for Minnie Hugh. And he said, he said straight up, like, you know, 
no, I was just a thing. I knew I was going back out there. Mm-hmm. I knew what it was as soon as it happened, right? Um, everybody's hurt right now. It's late in the season. Everybody's hurt. We're playing through it, uh, but you can't play through an injury. An injured player sits, a hurt player plays. How much they play is, is what's affected by it. So uh, good, excellent point there, Cali boy. Uh, and this was a, a Wayne Breezy one. Look at that. I see the little the symbol there. I did try to activate it, but I don't know if I did it. I don't know. I don't get notices or anything like this. So I don't know if, if I did it or not. I don't know. All right. This next was for you, bro. Go ahead. Take this one away. Jaguio 56. Thank you for the super chat contribution. What's trippy is the O-line has turned into a great O-line. Oh, my gosh. I told y'all at the beginning of the season, you got to give them some mother freaking time to jail. But y'all are so impatient. He talking to y'all. I'm talking to Mike. I'm talking to Tony. I'm talking to anybody else. I'm talking to you and you. Yeah, bro. Y'all, I, yo. Before before you finish, the only person that you like on this offensive line consistently is Mike McGlinchey. There's another one. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. You gotta give me my props. I've been saying this since last season. Aaron Banks was gonna be a force. Okay. Don't do that two to me. Two people, Mike. Okay. And I don't need to. I don't need to give Trent Williams his props. We have, there's an expectation. There's a bar there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now we only worry about two positions: the center and the, and the right guard. Those are the only Girl. two positions people worry yeah. about. Yeah, I thought this offensive line was it, the weakest link. And it might have been at one point, right? It may have been the weakest link. But remember, it was like me more like saying, got to give them time to gel. You got to give them time to gel. They got to yeah. play together. You got a second-year player playing against an all with an all-pro on one side. You got a brand-new center who's never played center, starting center in his life. You got a rookie on the right side. And you got a veteran that's coming off of one of the worst injuries you can ever come off of. You had to give him time to gel. Yo, I can't even remember the last time Mike McGlinchey gave up a sack. Like, at the end of the day, bro, the offensive line is playing really good football. Why do yeah. you think I'm not worried about this pressure from Dallas? Michael what Parsons is going to be Michael Parsons, but good luck. He's going to get his little ass knocked down like he did last year. Who do you think, and this is not, a, how do I ask this without making it sound like it's a knock the one guy together? Uh, which side, if, if, they're not going to do this. Let me be very clear what I'm saying. Then Cowboys are not going to do this. They move Parsons all over. But if there was one side you wanted Parsons to play on all game, if I was if, if I was the coach, which side would I put him on? Or if yeah. I'm just a oh, he's going on the right side. You gonna put him over Mike? Hell yeah, put him over Mike. I'm not gonna put him over on there on 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 Trent's side. Because Trent got the best of him in the last game. And I'm not, I'm not, and Trent was hurt. So imagine a non-hurt Trent against mm. Micah Parsons. Mm. Mm. So, so and listen, typically, now if they were if they were solid on both ends, which they still do, they got the Marcus Lawrence, right? So he's no slouch. So he might actually go up against he's gonna be on the Trent side. It makes sense. Size, size, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But so Parsons is gonna have to eat up on the right. Listen, man. There was this one formation they had. Uh, they had Juice and Kittle blocking. Like Michael Parsons won't see the right side, and I believe it was a run to the left. I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> you see all the beef on one side. You the linebackers are gonna go that way naturally. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna take a step or two that way, bro. It goes, man. And you put a shifty guy in there. You know, never mind. You, you, you're going to see that formation 
I don't know which side they're going to be on, but you're going to see Juice. Last time I saw it, that formation was to the right. But they ran it to the left. No, You're going to see that happen. No with, motion. With Mason back there. Now, it was with, I think it was with CMC. I think oh, you see I'm, that I'm, happen with Elijah Mitchell back there. Mm, mm. Mm. Them boys, them boys, they're going to they're gonna spin the Cowboys defense all the way around. The Yo, Niners might. Never mind. Did you no, see I'm, in that Seahawks game that Christian McCaffrey was lined up as a tight end? Yes, I did see that. And I didn't know what the fuck. Ooh. I didn't know. What, I, didn't I know. whisper mine, yo. I didn't know what yo, the heck was going on. Kyle is out of his mind. Yo, Kyle's having fun. That's what it is. Kyle is having fun. Positionless football. He's been talking about it since he came here. We want guys that can we can put out there and expect it the same time, about. Mike. It took time. Yes. Like that. That took time. We were impatient, Mike. Yep. We meeting, I'm including me now. We were impatient. Yep. Yeah. It but 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 that was because they did that in basketball. There's no more point guard, shooting guard. It's it's positionless. If yep. you are six, seven, you're gonna play six, eight, you're playing all of them. If you mm-hmm. got ball handle, you can run the point. If you you get what I'm saying, Kyle took that concept and brought it to football, bro. Right. Yep. And now he started trends in the NFL and watched other teams try to do this. Look how quick we are. That's the difference. Like the 49ers offense is finally clicking to where it's at a different level pace of, of, of speed. These defenses aren't built for that. Not right. east-west, not north-south. He's hitting them everywhere. everywhere. Hitting you from every angle. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one here is from Jaguayo again. He says, and I quote, Purdy clean game <clears throat> plus wins turnover battle, okay, plus <clears throat> stop the run plus three sacks equals win. So no turnovers from Purdy. We win the turnover battle or tie it if, if it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Um, we stop the run and we get three sacks and we win the game. He said that's our formula right there. I don't even know if we need three sacks. Um, because for me, it's like, it's, uh, don't look at the number of sacks. Look at when them sacks happen. I think that's more important. You know what I mean? Now, don't I get think- it twisted. I want 10 sacks, but look at when they happen because that's what changes the game. Is it a sack to knock them out of field goal position? Is it a sack that's going to, you know what I'm saying? A sack that's going to force them to punt opposed mm-hmm. to like, you know what I mean? So, that, that's y'all gonna think I'm crazy. Sometimes I'll take a pressure over a sack. I've seen no, a pressure I, lead to a real bad throw that turned into a pick. Interception. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I've seen a pressure just like and you know what the 49ers have more interceptions takeaways than the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know if you knew that. I, Dallas, I heard that they were tied Dallas, for first in the Dallas league, Cowboys right? are in first in takeaways, but the 49ers have more interceptions than their takeaways. Right. Yeah, yep, yep. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, it, it's it's very, very interesting. Sacks are what show up on people's like scorecards and things like that. You know what I'm saying? But those pressures, the pressures are really where it's at. I'm not gonna hold you. It moves, it moves players around, it, it gets uh offensive linemen off their key, more likely to get a, a penalty. Uh it, it moves quarterbacks off their key, it, it gets their footwork choppy, they deliver errant throws. Um, and then more than that, 
it frustrates teams when they get back to the huddle. Yo, bro, you can't hold him for two more seconds. You can't hold on to him a little bit longer. Why? Like, why is he getting through? Those are the things that it, it creates internal beef. It creates like real, real problems. And that's what I'm looking forward to. I ain't gonna lie to you. I am looking forward to it. Debo got a gear still, by the way. When he what what did the stadium do when he hit that sideline run? It, it felt like it was for 427 yards. It was like watching a, a soccer football game. That junk erupted, bro. Bro, I didn't know he still had that gear. He, I kept trying he to tell you, I don't be listening to Breeze. I, I do I, why do I do these shows if y'all not gonna listen? What's the point? Like I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not saying I'm right, but like, like Debo has a right, but I was right, right there. No, because he has, he has the gear. He just he, let him click it when he turns it on. This you want to know why Debo is Brock's favorite target? Because he could take a one yard pass and get seventy yards or a touchdown out of it. Isn't that why that was Jimmy's favorite target? Mm, yeah, yeah. So, so, so look at what Kyle Shanahan built. He's got. Uh, 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 a guy that you can utilize in any way, shape, or form. You got a true number one wide receiver. You got a tight end that can either block or be the best pass catching tight end in football. You got a fullback that can come out there and block or go out there and catch passes if you throw it to him. You got him saying like he's got all these weapons and I didn't even bring in any of the reserves yet that he's also hitting. So listen, that is why Brock is successful. Yeah, I, I completely agree, man. Uh, Raphael, he says here, it's pretty showing signs of arm fatigue. Listen, man, the team put the clamps on on Parag making comments anymore. You guys won't hear anything else about arm fatigue, okay? They put the kibosh on that. Y'all don't y'all don't have to worry about hearing nothing about that, okay? Laughing emojis. I see y'all out there. Y'all like stirring the pot, okay? All right, breezy. That was that was all on you. That was you. Just you. They stirring the pot because that's what you do. Conspiracy theorist, mother sucker. Freddie Gonzalez, breezy. Mike, is it going to be a one-score game? No. It could finish that way. It, it could won't. finish that way. I think the Niners are up two scores midway through the fourth quarter, and I think they get a little conservative. I can see the Cowboys getting a garbage time touchdown again. Nah. Why not? Not this time. I, I think I, – I'm not even going to say my score prediction, but I think it's going to be – it's not going to be a one-score game. Yeah, I don't think the 49ers give up more than 17 points, and I honestly think they can score 30 points on this defense. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, the thing is, I think um, of all the of all the teams in the playoffs that we're about to play, or well, the teams in the playoffs that we could play, I think this is the highest scoring NFC yes, team that's that correct. we are going to play, including the Eagles. I know what the Eagles were in the regular season. Let me be very clear here. These NFC defenses are different in the postseason. We saw what the Giants just did. I don't think there's going to be another team putting up as many points as the Cowboys in their 31 other than the Niners. Right? The Cowboys just did what well, they just had 31, right? It was 31 they put up against 31 to 14. Yeah. So, you know, um, I think that this is going to be the highest scoring offense in the NFC that we'll play. I do. And when we get to and then when we go to play the Giants in the uh, NFC Championship game, it's going to be a cakewalk. It's going to be the easiest trip to the Super Bowl ever. We're going we're going to beat the Cowboys. We're going to beat the Giants, and it's a wrap. Bring on the AFC. Bring on the Bills. That was my prediction at the beginning of the year. So I got a rival of mine. It don't matter how I feel about it right now, right? Them boys was out there struggling against the damn Dolphins, bro. Yeah, man. 
That's a struggle. Was I right? Was I right? Was it the highest scoring NFC team? Yeah, you were right. I was looking up. Uh, someone asked what was Dallas. Or Dallas ranked number two. They're actually ranked number 12th in total defense. So yards per game, Dallas has given up 330.2 yards per game. So they're actually ranked 12th overall in defense. 49ers are ranked first, 300 yards a game. Yeah. All right. Sean says, uh, no, Lynch and Prague messed up by getting Jimmy extended and extending him. Uh, we we were stuck with the garbage can for years. Thank you. He's gone. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I will say this. As much as we want to say that they were stuck with him, they had plenty of outs in that contract. 49er fans have to accept that there wasn't a better option available at the time. That's it. The, 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 the contract had outs in it. The pre-June cut the pre-June first cuts and things like that, they were in there, right, Wayne? Like we we looked over that, oops, yeah, we looked over that contract with a fine tooth comb multiple times, trying to figure a way out of it. Um, but there wasn't always a better option, you know. And I'm not gonna hold you. We needed Jimmy this year to get this 10 week 11 game win streak. So I'm happy that it worked out the way that it did. I am. Thanks. That's me. All right, you got this one. Tara Dome says, "Thank you for the super chat." In order for success on an offensive play, two to three elements have to be present. A mismatch and an opening and an angle. Kyle does that. Mismatch, an opening, an angle. So two out of those three elements has to be open on every play, according to Tara Domu. What are your thoughts on this? I think, all right, in order for it to be successful... It's okay. I, you know, what's weird about Kyle? I don't think he looks for mismatches. I don't, I don't think Kyle's much of a mismatch. No, he does guy. because yeah, he does because sometimes he'll line up, uh, CMC, he'll make sure he gets him on a certain player so he can win that match. That's a mismatch, like you know what I mean? Like putting Debo in a in okay. The so I, I, okay, okay, so I, I, okay, I get what you're saying because Kyle puts. Defenses in a bind, make them commit one way or the other. You're either going to cover this wide receiver or with, with linebacker. linebacker. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I, I, okay. I see what you're saying. I, I get it from that point. So that is the mismatched aspect of it. Uh, and opening, that's Kyle's offense. Everybody's open. I, yeah, I he's talked about that he's a while ago. Yeah. And then the angle, the angle is all about uh, after the catch, in my opinion. That's, that's why the yak is so great in the system. Kyle gets these guys the ball in space, the opening, and they have they usually have an angle that they can take to pick up another seven or eight yards on any given play. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. I, I agree. Guess. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I agree with the statement. I agree. I agree. You got one more. All right. Kim, thank you for the super chat. Kim says here, some of those drop picks that Seattle couldn't haul in, best believe Dallas will catch. Do we have a Cowboys fan? In the mix here, yeah, or is it someone just saying pump the brakes, Niner fan? Like, hmm. I don't know. I, I Kim must specify. Well, no, I mean, let's we could talk about that, right? The Cowboys defense. Well, I, I mean, I wanted to specify, like, you Cowboys fan. Uh, not that it matters, but how many? How many picks? Because I, 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 he didn't throw the ball to anybody. Who? Brock Purdy. He threw some overthrows. That 
weren't catchable. But is she saying that they would be caught? See, when I think of drop picks, I'm thinking of like what Jimmy used to do. Like he used to, he used to throw the ball and they dropped them. I haven't yeah. seen that from Brock. I don't remember seeing that in this game. I feel like I, that was I felt like I don't remember it. I could be wrong and I don't mind. I just don't remember seeing it. There, okay. It was a diving one. I think there was a diving one to the right side of the offense. I, I think there was like a diving one. It wasn't like a, it wasn't one of those ones like the Jimmy one, like you he gets the linebacker in the chest and it's like, oh damn, that came to me. Like he dropped it. It's not like that. So they, they gotta work for him. They gotta work gotcha. for him. They said Purdy had two. Okay. I just I, I I gotta go back and watch his film because I don't remember uh the two dropped picks. I saw an overthrow ball. Well, twice. if you if they talk about that oh, that first throw, that wasn't close to anybody. Like that, literally, no, that, that, that's literally. what I said. He literally placed the ball like to where the defender couldn't get it. Like it was weird, mm-hmm. you know. So, like I'm trying to figure out the dropped ones, but I'll, I'll go back and rewatch it. It's all Gucci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the but, Thursday night game in Seattle. Okay. Um, all right. Maybe in Seattle there was one or two. I don't remember though, off the top of my head. I would have to go back and watch. Mm-mm-mm. All right. I think that is it. Great show. Was, yeah, no, no, this was fun. This was a good talk, man. Good to see you, man. Uh, you I know you got to get some sleep. I have a two hour drive to the office in the morning. I, I'm going to Delaware, so uh, I'm getting up out of here too. Yeah, man, I'm training a new hire and. Unfortunately, you know what's crazy? All, all the jobs that I've ever had, like when when I have to get training, when I'm the new guy, I have to go to them. Go to the training. That's what I'm no. asking you. No, they make me go to the new driver. Like they they make me go for whatever office he's working at. I gotta drive to him. I don't know, man. Wild, wild times, man. Wild times. So yeah, I'll be I'll be heading out to Dover tomorrow. A uh, little two hour drive for me, uh, both ways. But it's all good, man. I got a chance to see my pop. He was in town this week, so. Uh, he came by and looked at the dog, told me he's going to be big. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I got a Mastiff. Like, that's, that's what I'm hoping for here, you know. Uh, and, you know, we're going we gonna to rock out, man. Uh, Wayne, man, hopefully everyone in the household is doing well. Yes, they are, Rome, actually. Rome and the missus and, and, and the felines. I hope you all are doing good <laughs> over there. They're doing well. It was good to, it was good to come home. Um, but I, I'm probably going to likely hit the road. I'm thinking, of, thinking about going on Saturday. I really don't want to be out there. So I just want to go Saturday see the game Sunday. But then, I tr- like, do I want a whole day to, like, I don't know. I got to figure it out. work right now. And that's 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 another thing. That's like, Monday, yeah. I was going to go and come right back. I was going to in and out. You know what I'm saying? I book, yeah. book a 9, 30, 10 o'clock flight home, 10 p.m. You know nah, what I'm saying? That game starts at? It starts at 3 over there. 3. Right. Uh, Give me some time. I can't, I can't fly out the same day, bro. I don't got... I don't got the stamina for that. No, no, I've done it before. I, I did it one time. I flew out, got there early Sunday morning, hung around a little bit, checked in in the afternoon, went to the game and turned around and came right back. It's actually not bad. It's it's, it's not as bad as it sounds because you know what happens? You end up getting way more sleep that way. Well, at least I did. Because yeah, because I would sleep on the plane for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to say, I, I, I slept like a freaking baby. So I, I, might, I might try that. Thank you, Master Chef, for the birthday shout out. Appreciate it. I, I might try that, yo. I'm gonna celebrate my birthday all month, so I'm I I think I'm gonna go. That was uh, a pretty nice gift, right? Your birthday was yesterday, right? Birthday was Sunday. 
Not, oh, it was on Sunday. That's right. I, I knew it was the day after the game, and I was thinking we played on Sunday. So that's that's right. Saying, yeah, my bad. It was so weird playing on a Saturday. Like, so, let, let me tell you how boring football is when the 49ers don't play. All right? It's so boring. I started watching Netflix. In the middle of playoff football? Bro, I, like, it was boring, yo. Like, like the Vikings-Giants game just didn't do it for me, so I immediately turned. That was an exciting game. I turned on Alice in the Borderland, bro. L- listen. You no, we, we can have these confessions now. Let's do this and get out of here real quick. Bro, tell me, tell me that show not do, bro. No, I no, I never seen the show. I don't know. I don't know. You said ah, you gotta watch that show, bro. You Alice usually put me on the shows. Alice in in the Borderland. Alice, Alice in the Borderland. In the Borderland. Yeah. What kind of like? Give me a small. It's like a Japanese game show. Like real life game show. Like death. Saw shit. Are you so you just now getting caught up on on uh uh oh I dressed up for him as Halloween. What was the name of the show? Oh, um, no, this is different. This is a different show. You're talking about uh, Squid Games. This is different. Yes, yes, no, yes. No, 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 no. This is different. This is so different. <laughs> all right, all right. Yo, just imagine going out, having a great time, you know what I'm saying? And then you wake up and the world gone. And then all of a sudden, something light up and be like, yo, follow this. And you follow the sign. You with your boys, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, yo, you want to play a game? And you like, all right. And then nah, you go play the game. Don't. Yo, the world was gone, bro. I don't even know what that means. All right. Just watch the damn show. I will. I will. No, I'm definitely going to do it. I'm going to tell my wife as soon as I get You will be hooked. Time. Don't start tonight because you'll watch at least that first season in one night. Like, that's how hooked you're going to get. They get you from episode one. Episode one, first part of the show, bro. If I end up going, I'm going to download it and watch it all over. That's pretty cool. Okay. And yes, your honor is back. That is a great show. It started uh, again, season yeah. two. Yeah, they got a couple episodes already, if I'm not mistaken. So okay, good, good to know, good to know, good to know. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna get up out of here. I was ready to confess with you. Um, I do struggle to sit and watch all of football when the Niners aren't playing that day, bro. I it was t- like I just wasn't interested. I'm sorry. Like well, so I- that's the thing. I, I watched the Giants game because I had a vested interest. My my pops is a Giants fan, so I'm like, exactly. All right. I had know, no vested interest in my brother. Any of those things. Yeah. yeah, like my 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 stepdad is a Vikings fan. I wished him good luck, and that was about it. I gave two shits about Kirk Cousins, and and whatever. Like, <laughs> it just was weird. It was just weird. Now the, the I I did watch the Saturday night game after we played. That jump was right. epic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then Sunday, because the Niners weren't playing, and I think it was because it was on the day we played, so it was like the layover of football. Yeah. yeah. Uh, does some of that polish come off for the Buffalo Bills, or are people going to chalk it up as a division game? Just curious. I think they're going to chalk it up as a division game. But that's I think bullshit, that's though, bullshit. right? <laughs> no, that, that's bullshit, though, right? No, we... You heard me say it the same time you said it. Okay, all right, all right. I just want to make sure. Okay. That's bullshit, yo. Come on, man. Because when we said that about the Seattle game, they were like, what are y'all talking about? Y'all a better team, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, but it's a division game and anything can happen. They were like, no, you got to chill. And then they barely beat the bum at – like, they this team couldn't score for 72 minutes of a third, of a 60-minute football game. And they barely beat – like, and but they're going to chalk it up as a – okay, all right. I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure. This motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, 
And I don't think Chargers are going to fire their head coach, bro. They didn't get rid of him. They got rid of the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach. I think he's going to be there to stay. Yeah. What's going on, Sean? I'll read this one. You read the last one. All right. When I was competing for East Coast tourneys, I would fly out red eye, 11 p.m. or 12 a.m., arrive about 5 or 6 East Coast, get to the tourney 9 or 10, Fight, finish, fly out, preach at 1030. So I, I don't know how to do red eyes. Like, is that for every airline? It's just, like, I think this is what they call a late flight. A late. No, I know. Flight. So like, if I, I just go to the airport and find and like, yo, I want to fly a red eye. Like, I don't even know how to ask for no, it. I wouldn't. You don't ask, I don't think you, I don't think you ask for a red eye. You might be able to go up there and do it, but you just book a late direct flight. It's a, it's a nighttime flight. Oh, like, Okay. Well, yeah, 11, 12, 1 a.m. Like, that's considered a red because your eyes are red. You're so tired when you arrive. Like, your eyes okay. are red. Like, you know, when you know. Hey, I don't mind doing that, but I, I, I don't want to do that and go straight to the game, though. So, you, you, you want me to fire a red eye on Saturday and go straight to the tailgate? She, I ain't going to make it. I, I, I'm t- I've done it once and I actually had a pretty good time because. You you in there with just your, your little backpack or your carry on? Cause you you going straight to the game, like you you hang around town a little bit, then you go you tailgate, you go to the game, you in your seat, you enjoy it, and then taxi back to the airport. I might have to try that, yo. But you pack super like what you wearing is what you're wearing, bro. It is it's great, it's great. Yeah, I you have think to worry I about baggage is you your wallet, like you don't even need keys because you're not driving nowhere. <laughs> I might try that. I might try that. So either way, I, I'm I'm gonna. There's nine nine times out of ten, I'm gonna be at the game. You so. read that whole thing and don't even want to know what he was talking about fight. Oh, he told me he used to compete. Like I know, I know, I know. Sean. Sean, Sean is a karate champion. Yeah, Sean wow. Black Belt man. Mm-hmm. Dots are connecting. That's why he can make dad do- dad jokes so freely. Because he dare somebody <laughs> say something. Now, yo, you gotta oh, be. See what you're saying? <laughs> you gotta be. Listen, I make dad jokes all the time because I got hands. Like I, I, I'm very. I the dots are connecting now. Now I'm getting it. Now I'm understanding why he can make the jet the dad jokes that he Man, made and not worry about what you want to, saying. bro. Huh? Go ahead and mess with him if you want to. No, no, no. I didn't see. I I saw a fight. No, not you. Like, I'm just talking about in general. <laughs> that man knows some things. <laughs> Go in there and knock somebody out and then pray over him. Well, come on, Sean. <laughs> He'd be like, Bah! By the power of Jesus, I restore your soul. <laughs> I'm telling you, Sean, a bad man in a good way, Sean. You're, you're, yeah. He's a, he's a good bad man. I yeah. He's a, he's, a, he's a good bad man. All right, y'all. That's going to do it for us tonight, man. Thank you all for rocking with us, man. Wayne, get some rest, bro. I'm going to go do the same exact thing, take the dog out before I go to bed, and then uh, I'm hitting the hay. So, yes, sir, bro. I'll be great, man. We're going to get up out of here. We will see y'all very soon. Are you doing a show at 11 tomorrow? I'm doing a show at 11 tomorrow. John Chapman will be on, and it's going to be an interesting show because we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna look at these weapons. We're going to break down these weapons team by team. All right. Sounds good, man. Y'all make sure y'all are over there, man. And shout out to everybody who is currently watching from the Wayne channel. Uh, shout out to everybody watching from the Nothing But Niners channel. If you're not subscribed to the other person, get over there and do that. Uh, we're going to get up out of here. Prepare for glory anticipate pain but always remain faithful y'all be out of here one
we all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us, we them nothing but niners.